The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Today's episode of Tables, Others and Chairs is brought to you by our sponsors, Faces Wrestling. Head over to FacesWrestling.com for money off heavy metal wrestling merch. Use the code OTHERS, that's A-T-H-E-R-S, to get 20% off all Jimmy Havoc, B Priestley and Travis Banks merch. Once again, that's Faces Wrestling. And welcome to another episode of Tables, Others and Chairs here on the Hitting the Marks podcast network. As always, I'm your host, Others, coming to you live from the mean streets of Blackpool, England. On today's episode, we've got a very special guest. Uh, you can see him up and down the length and breadth of the UK. He is the Chaucer of Chants, the Shakespeare of Songs, the King of the Claps. It's Mr. Andrew Ogden. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, fairly warm. Um, yeah, very hot here in the uh, UK today. It's a that's a slight underestimation. Um, yeah. It's absolutely roasting. We're in a the middle we middle of the heat wave. Sorry, go on, carry on. I say we moan about it, don't we? Oh, it's we too bloody. <laughs> well, we're not used to it over here, are we? We're used to the nice. Uh, Freezing cold, 20 miles, 34, 45, 50, 60. Any advance on 60, 80, 90 mile an hour winds. Yeah. I mean, we're all pasty. We can't deal with it over here, can we? We're just not happy, are we? No, it's been uh, 29 degrees. I don't know what that is in Yank money. And uh, apparently on Thursday, it's going to be 34. So uh, I think we're all going to melt. I think we are. I think we are, Joe. Uh, anyway, today's episode, we're going to be talking about music in wrestling. Uh, what a key part it plays in the overall presentation. How music can evoke memories. It can help sum up basically a wrestler's character. And uh, give our top three on uh, various federations and organisations. Uh, Andy, what was your favourite tune growing up as a kid watching a WWF? Um, I think everyone's probably favourite tune might be like, you know, Real American. That's the obvious choice, isn't it? Um, yeah, probably not so much now, but yeah. No, no. But maybe one out of the box. Uh, I was a big Bushwhackers fan. Right. So that would be, be one of my, like, favourite tunes growing up. Um, but I've come over to, over the time, maybe, like, Honky Tonk Man's tune or Jake the Snake Roberts' tune, possibly uh, my favourite. Yeah, I no. think, um, didn't Jimmy Hart write a lot of them things? He did, yeah. He, um, I think he did, well, he did Honky Tonk Man's theme. He did a lot of the... Um, 
WCW fiends, if you remember back in, back in the uh, in the day. Is that the one that were basically rip-offs of the tunes from around the 90s? Yeah, like rip-offs of Nirvana and uh, Pearl Jam, stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, I think it was, uh, was it Jericho that had Even Flow rip-off? Even Flow, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it was Raven that had um, Nirvana. yeah. And uh, that you can forget Diamond Dallas Page's tune. That was a that was a Nirvana one as well, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think if you're going back to WWF, I think you've got to uh, remember what a massive part that Jim Johnson played. Yeah, uh, absolutely. His catalog's ridiculous. I think he only left the company fairly recently. Yeah, once he got that new lot in um, the Sea Foles. CFOs, whatever they're called, ah, yeah. Uh, Jim Johnson, though, I mean, if if you're looking as far as iconic music in wrestling, I don't think you can look too further for than him, to be honest. You've got, was it him that did the Ultimate Warriors tune? He did Bret Hart. I think he was responsible for uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's an iconic one as well. Just... It's funny, it's funny um, before before recording this, I was just watching uh, Monday Night Raw and um, just had the Steve Austin entrance on. And as soon as you hear the glass shatter, it's like Crowder, they, they know who's coming out. And that's it's things like that that make it like an iconic theme, you know, straight away. So back in the day when me and you were watching uh, wrestling, when we were first getting into things, yeah, I think we had a WWF, WCW, and a ECW. We did. Um, if I had to push you and say what were your top three favourite themes in each of them federations, what would you say? Right, so I think WWF, uh, probably Steve Austin, uh, which would be the original Steve Austin theme. Yeah. Um, trying to think now. Psycho Sid. I always had a thing for his theme. Oh, yeah, because it had that, um, like, the actual, like, shower bit at the beginning it of did. it, didn't it? Um, from The Shining. Um, oh, tough one, tough one, really. Uh it's, it's funny, I always I always had a thing of you like the old WWF the music CDs. I, I was can't a, say I can't say I have your own one, but yeah, I do remember them. I always had a thing for um Tess's uh, theme tune. If, if go go and search it out. Bit of a banger, silent banger that one. <laughs> Underrated banger. Underrated banger. Um I think WCW, uh Obviously, Gold, Goldberg's one. Of course. Um, Ravens, I was a big fan of. Yep. And um, Buff Bagwell's... Uh, well, you could either have one or two. You could either have when he were in the uh, American Males or when he <laughs> was... Oh, dear. American Males. That brings back some memories. American Males. Um uh, ECW-wise, um, Shane Douglas one, which was, um, I think it was written by Deep Purple. All the, all the ECW ones were like, prop, like proper tunes. 
Yeah, um, Paul Heyman didn't give a shit about paying for royalties. No, and he never did pay them royalties, probably. Um, who, who else tunes? Um, so Shane Douglas, Deep Purple. Uh, Taz, uh, War Machine. Yeah. Kiss. It, it was one of the last, I think it's like track 11 on one of their albums. Um, sad, sadness knowing that one. And um, oh, my own personal favourite was... Uh, Mike Awesome's um, theme, which was like, where he was saying, Awesome is his name. Da, 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 da. I don't know all the words, but um, they were my top. Right. Um, I'm going to go in reverse order, seeing as you started with ECW. Uh, ended, yeah. Sorry, with ECW, I think I'll start with it. Um, Rob Van Dam. Was that Yeah. It was, pa- it was by Pantera, but I think... They had a band cover it. The, the, uh, no, they, they actually used the Pantera theme, but the ECW right. music CD used uh, a yeah. cover of it. Yeah, um, if I'd have to pick another one, oh, you got to go. Not just the music, but the entrance as well. The Sandman. Oh, yeah, Enter Sandman. Absolutely fantastic. It was like... Probably weren't the greatest wrestler of all time, but certainly had one of the best entrances. Uh, definitely iconic. And as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, hmm, a third one. I would probably go for, and this is more of a comedy one. I doubt you might remember this guy. Do you remember a wrestler in ECW called Scotty Anton? They were the fella with the clap, weren't they? His song was the lyrics were literally, "I'm gonna I've give got... you the, I'm gonna give you the clap." Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Because he was with Rob Van Dam, I seem to remember. Yeah, they had they had that they, they were teaming together and then they ended up having a feud and a, they had a great blow off match. I think it was a November to remember. I can't remember what year it was off the yeah. top of my head. Um, WCW, I'd say the the most uh, memorable one for me has to be the NWO theme. Yeah, or even the um, what's it, Organs one, uh, Voodoo Child, weren't it? Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, that um, NW one was definitely a Hendrix inspired. Again, yeah. I think you've got the uh, the old master of the. The rip-off and plagiarism Jimmy Hart at play there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Diamond Dallas Page, I thought his uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit knockoff was pretty cool as well. And uh, I'm going to go with another NWO one. I'm going to go with the NWO Wolfpack theme. Yeah, doom, 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 Yeah, yeah, it was definitely definitely a rip-off of some... Uh, rap song here or there that I can't fathom for the life of me at the minute. Uh, we're going back to WWF, WWE now. Um, you've taken all the best ones. <laughs> uh, Brett, I'm gonna go with Bret Hart. I thought Bret Hart's original theme pretty iconic. Yeah. Uh, same with the Ultimate Warrior. You knew when that that music hit, he was coming down to the ring. You knew exactly. You know, you're in for a high octane. Probably very short, but high-octane match. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to go Mr. Perfect, my third one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that was also a very excellent tune back in the day. I think all the thing with all of these tunes is you hear the initial three or four first beats, you know who it is. You instantaneously know who's coming down to the ring. Hmm. Yeah. I think I think that's a problem at the minute that's hitting a a few of the uh, UK independent scenes, in in particularly Rev Pro and uh, Progress Wrestling. Who's, yeah. They've kind of been a victim of their own successes. Um, they both originally used uh, normal themes, just just custom themes, normal songs that you'd find in the charts or by artists. And uh, due to their own popularity, due to the fact that they've become quite big, they now have to pay royalties and they've decided to go with their own custom themes that aren't copyrighted. Yeah. And for me, I don't know about yourself, I think it's affected the product somewhat. Um, well, when they, when they initially did it, um, it was like, oh, God, what's this Casio key, keyboard number 252? Uh, and and it, like you say, instantly took away, like, oh, who is this? Oh, it's generic rock track. It's Jimmy Havoc. There, there you go. But I think not just like progress and Red Pro, but I think as you've seen over the last couple of weeks with uh, Will Osprey in the uh, new in in the G1, he's not been able to use his theme tune uh, elevated because the band want money. Now well, I believe I believe that it isn't the band; it's the actual record company. Oh, the record company. Sorry. Yeah, because the band made the tune specifically for um, yeah. Will. So it'd be a bit weird for them to uh, record it and then demand even more money once he's commissioned the actual song. But it is very, very strange. I mean, if if a guy's asked a band to make a custom theme for him, it seems absolutely ludicrous that the record company are holding out for even more money. Yeah, but the the thing is with Osprey's tune, his actual one they've replaced it with on New Japan World is actually... Quite a good tune, <laughs> which sometimes obviously with pro with the progress theme tunes, um, they got replaced by mm, yeah, meh, meh copies of the, of the theme tunes, and obviously, it's that recognizability in it, exactly. I mean, a small example if you go back now on the WWE network and you switch on any episode of ECW, any ECW pay-per-view on the network, all of the music's been dubbed over because, of course, Heyman, he, he didn't pay the royalties. So yeah. uh, all the original footage, all the original music has been dubbed over. And I'm sorry, as much as you know, you may have loved watching The Sandman, you yeah. take away Enter Sandman from that entrance and it, it becomes less impactful. You take away Rob Van Dam's music. I believe they've replaced uh, Rob Van Dam's Pantera theme with his WWE theme. Probably with one of a kind, maybe. Or yeah, exactly. That's exactly what they've replaced it with. Um, yes. Yeah. It's, it's just so out of place and wrong. And and like you were saying with, with Progress and, and Rev Pro, 
specifically progress. I don't think it helps them. Then it just it, it seemed to happen all in one foul swoop. It wasn't like one or two tunes were phase, phased out and another were phased out here and there. It was like at one show, it was all copyright or fine music that you recognised. The next show, bang, all of it changed and you're like, oh, who's this coming out of the ring? Yeah. Who's this? And granted, now, like nine months a year on, you've kind of gotten used to them themes and you know who it is. But if you take away Jimmy Havoc's I Hope You Suffer, if you take away Will Ospreay's Elevated, like he's having to deal with now in New Japan, if if you were to take away Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme music, it wouldn't be as impactful. If he was on Raw the other night on that reunion show and for whatever reason there was he wasn't allowed to use that music. It just wouldn't be the same. Well, if if, if you remember, they they changed his theme to that uh, go with that one that went strong instead of the you know. Like oh, the proper... I think that was by Disturbed. Disturbed, yeah. Yes. Yes, I think yeah. he used that. Well, didn't he use that for the turn at WrestleMania? Yes. Yeah, maybe maybe that, maybe that yeah. was his heel music then. Maybe that was like we should have saw the signs coming. Yeah. But it's like you say, it's like the, the music for me it's entrenched in the character. Somebody's theme music for me is the extension of that wrestler. It plays yeah. into their part, it's part of their character. And for me, if you're changing people's themes uh, especially to some of the, like you say, Casio keyboard stock tune number four. It just yeah. doesn't have the same impact. No. And it's a shame because in, in indie music, there's been some absolute banging theme tunes. I mean, yeah. you, you've been following independent wrestling longer than I have. For um, too long, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are some of the favourite tunes that you've heard? Over your many many years of, of following independent wrestling, well, some of the some of the early ones, um, probably Dejingus Khan for UR Nation, that was one. Um, ah, yes, he used that on the return to PCW, didn't he? Yeah. Um, what's the story, Morning Glory um, for Norm Dar? Yep. Um, obviously, I, I hope you suffer for Jimmy Abbott was one. Yeah, um, it, it's, it's funny. Like, um, just quick, just quickly on the progress music. Like, I don't like when I do trips to progress down to London. I'd always put that progress playlist on. You know, we're on YouTube. Yeah, just put that on all the time. And obviously, like, oh, you got like your Rampage Brown. I will be heard, which it's well, he still uses elsewhere. Yeah, except for like, NDW, which is all. For the um, air raid sirens and um, <laughs> sounds of bins going in the air. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's that one. Um, there's probably quite a few. You think some of the old ones, like what Kevin Owens come out to, bloody Adam Cole, Roderick Strong's themes. They, they were all good, like, rock-based tunes. 
I think um, uh, didn't Roddy didn't Roddy Strong have the end of heartache by kill switch engage? He did, yeah. Um, I'd also go um, the origins theme. Um, oh, Metallica, turn the page. Yeah, I think what once people got used to that because it was one of them tunes at the start, but probably after about two shows where you're like, oh yeah. This is a good, very good tune. Even though... and it was so fitting for the group as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably more recent ones. Well, obviously Keith Lee, who's sung his own entrance theme. Yeah, uh, I'm, 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 I know that it's not the same. And and Keith Lee's tune that he used on the Indies an absolute banger. If you've not heard it, uh, go go to the the YouTube machine straight away. Type in Keith Lee indie theme and and Bob's your uncle. You're onto a winner there. Uh, fair play to him. At least he's he's uh, singing his own theme tune in in NXT. It's not quite as good as the original, but every credit for them at, at least letting him do his own theme tune this time round. Yeah. Um. I think you know. Um. Well, one of the most recent ones, obviously, is uh, Big Joe um, on the Northwest scene. His theme tune. The uh, Hadouken version. Yeah, Big Guns Joe. Uh, for those of you that are not familiar with the work of Big Guns Joe, Big Guns Joe is the biggest and henchiest guy under five foot two you have ever seen in your life. Uh, he's just massive. Yeah. Um, trying to think anymore. Um, One that stands out for me is uh, Chris Hero's old theme. Uh, Chris is awesome by Vito the Virus. Yeah. Um, I like his WWE one at the moment, that one, which you could sing in a Yorkshire accent. You know, oh, no, oh, no, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's, that's definitely up there, Chris Hero's old theme. Uh, Brian Danielson, the final countdown. Countdown. I hope... Funny with with that tune, I always remember um, one night in Coventry um, wrestling for Noah in a tag team match, and he come out to the final countdown, and uh, halfway through it, start uh, starting, he said, "Cut my music." He said, "Coventry don't deserve the final countdown." Still one of my favorite favorite moments watching uh, the then Brian Danielson. Well, I went to university in Coventry, and to be fair, he's onto something there. Uh, Trying to think of some more I think that um, For me one of the more Underrated ones I mean I say underrated It's it's a banger Without a shadow of a doubt Was uh, um, The theme tune for the Hunter Brothers The Heat is on He's on yeah So also that one back You know what T-Bone uses And what used to be Um Nigel McGuinness's theme in uh, ROH, which was uh, fucking in the bushes by um, Oasis. Yeah, don't think you'll be getting that on the uh, on the network anytime soon. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of some others, because the thing is, with indie wrestling, as long as you're not massive, you've got that scope to literally pick anything. Yeah. Keep It 100 were a good theme, you know, for TK Cooper and... Uh, when they were, what's it, South Pacific Power Trip and what have yep. you. Yeah, yeah, still uses it in most places. 
Uh, if I have to push you, what would you say? Your top five, in no real order, your top five indie wrestling themes were? Uh, in the, are we counting UK or ROH? Any, anywhere in the world. It can be ROH, it can be the UK, it can be America. You can go really bloody obscure and do bloody German or, you know, Japan, whatever. Now we're, now we're talking with... Uh, well, Japan... Uh, well, I go number five, Jushin Thunder Liker's uh, theme. Da 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 da. Number four, go for um, I Will Be Heard, Hate Ram- Read. Ambrose Rampage Brown. Brown, great shout, and great shout. Number three, I'd go for Jimmy Abbott's theme. Yep, good shout. Uh, number two, uh, Kevin Steen's theme from uh, ROH. Oh, I think God. I think it's called Unsettling Differences. Unsettling Differences, yeah. Uh, number one. Um, oh God, so many, so many. I'll probably go to our nation's theme, the old Genghis Khan. Good shout. Uh, right, top five for me. There's so many bangers in there. It's difficult, mate. Um, right, my my top five. I'm going to go with um, number five. I'm going to go with Keith Lee's indie theme. Yeah. Because I think it's absolutely superb. Uh, number four. I'm going to go with Spike Treve's theme. Ooh. Mm. Now, the reason I'm going to pick it, I know it's a bit out of left field. When that music hits, you know who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as, far as characters go, when that music hits, that is unmistakably Spike Treve. Yeah. It's not a generic rock song. It fits his, his blue blood... Arrogant Tory wanker persona, absolutely to a T. Yeah. So for that reason, I'm gonna go with Spike Treve. Uh, number three, I'm gonna go Chris is awesome, Chris Hero. Number two, this is difficult. This is really difficult. You know what? I'm gonna go with the origin. Turn the yeah. page by Metallica. Yeah. Absolutely outstanding. And uh, my number one, uh, I know you've already picked it, but I'm going to go with uh, I Hope You Suffer by Jimmy uh, Jimmy Avic's AFI. Yeah, yeah. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Um, where will the people be catching you on the internet, Mr. Ogden? Well, um, catching it over, over a few platforms. Uh, so on Twitter, you can follow me at Oggy Part 3. That's O-G-G-Y P-A-R-T-3. Uh, you can also hear my voice on uh, Graps and Claps audio, available on Podbean, iTunes, and other, other podcast sites. Um, you can also catch me probably once every month on 
the uh, Pulse Wrestling, uh, British Wrestling Experience site, um, where I go over what's been happening on the underground scene in the UK. But it's only about 15 minutes long. They don't give me more than 15. Um, <laughs> and you can also hear me, and well, and my brother's voice as well, on the, the latest title championship wrestling uh, release, High Tide 2019. Where our commentaries, like uh, if 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 you ever see on YouTube the uh, UK TV show Gogglebox, that's basically our commentary. So yeah, follow us everywhere. Where can we follow you, Joe? Uh, I'll get to that later. First of all, I want to talk about your commentary gig. How did you yeah. find that? Um, at first, well. I just finished work, <laughs> so got got in and literally straight away. All we had was like the hard cam footage, and I would say not having any notes. It seemed very. It, once we got going, it were all right, but it's very hard not to repeat yourself over the uh, the course of two and a half, three hours. Um, but I well, I, re- I received the. The, the tape of it and um, no it, it, it come across fantastically and the response from the people who have seen it um, yeah they said we're, we're better than so, so, some of the commentators who are out there at the moment so hey if, if there's any work going <laughs> come to my come to my Twitter address <laughs> well you'll have to send me a copy of that I definitely want to check that out uh, I've heard it's got it's it's very reminiscent of uh, that Mitchell and Webb snooker commentators. It, it is, it is. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, we're going to take a short break now, and when we get back, we will go to the outro. Keep it here. Yo, this is the independent David Starr, and you're listening to Tables, Athers, and Chairs. Yo, this is Haskins, and you're listening to Tables, Athers, and Chairs. What's up, guys? This is the Aerial Assassin, Will Ospreay, and you are listening to Tables, Avers, and Chairs. I'm Sammy Callahan, and you are listening to Tables, Athers, and Chairs on the HTM Network. Hello, uh, welcome back, and uh, a big thank you to Andrew Ogden for helping us out there with a little walk down memory lane uh, regarding music in wrestling. Be sure to uh, check out his channel, uh, check out his podcast, uh, Graps and Claps, where he goes all the way across the UK uh, talking about shows that he's been to. And uh, the boy gets around. He goes to many, many a show. Uh, That's about all we've got time for this week. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to the uh, HDM Podcast Network. Uh, Lots of great shows over here. We've got... uh, Wrestle Popcast with Robin Nelson. We've got the PW Hustle. We've got Turnbuckle Talk with Big Joe and Carl. And of course, we've got HTM Sports and HTM Wrestling with the big daddy himself, Jargo and RBV. If you want to get in touch with me, follow me at Others Chairs. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I've uh, recently put together a Will Ospreay jimmy havoc movie uh it's a music video uh, very much in the style 
of Rock Austin WrestleMania My Way promo. Uh, it's getting a lot of uh, good feedback, so if you want to check that out, head over to uh, Tables, Others and Chairs on YouTube. Uh, be sure to uh, subscribe to the Facebook group, uh, Tables, Others and Chairs Message Board. Uh, again, thank you very much for tuning in, and uh, I hope you all have an awesome weekend, and I will see you next week. Ta-ra. I don't know why